Its narrow pickup angle allows a shotgun mic to be located somewhat farther from the source than a conventional mic. A shotgun microphone does not let you zoom in on a conversation from 100 feet away, however. Shotgun microphones are often used for broadcasting, TV and film production, sports, and other applications where it's impractical or undesirable for the subject to wear or hold a microphone. Changed item ID numbers. So basically right here, so that rose is at number 38, power rail. So what finally revealed its presence? It all started with a rock, a map, and a connection made by scientists at the Natural History Museum in Copenhagen. All right, so summary of last time. If you live in two dimensions or more, you got to use vectors to describe most things. In 1841, the first use of the term dinosauria, meaning terrible lizard, was created by the famous British anatomist and paleontologist Sir Richard Owen. So the vector is typical vectors for B or A or B, something with an arrow on it. Okay, so as you can see, this is the forward that I said I'd show you earlier. He used the term for the first time at a meeting of the British Association for the Advancement of Science held in Plymouth. After that meeting, the word dinosaur rapidly became a popular term to describe these giant lizards that were being discovered by paleontologists. So today what we're really going to talk about is dinosaur evolution, but most of it is going to be directed at the Triassic. Okay, so we are going to continue to talk about dinosaur evolution in the rest of the course. It's just that for the purposes of this stuff, we're going to deal with dinosaur evolution and primarily the Triassic group right now. Scientists there passed by a large iron meteorite found in Greenland decades ago. One day, they got a new map of the bedrock topography beneath the ice sheet, mostly based on ice-penetrating radar data collected on board NASA's P-3 aircraft over two decades. And that's because the Triassic period is the point at which we're going to separate our lineage into the Sauritia and the Ornithischia. And we're going to use those classifications. They appear to be very, very strong classifications. We're going to use those classifications for the rest of the course. And actually, we're going to deal first when we get into the dinosaur groupings. If you've looked at the syllabus, we're going to deal with... During the 1800s, after the first discovery of large dinosaur fossils, scientists began to search the rocks for clues to what had happened to these terrible lizards and other creatures that were buried in the earth. Unfortunately, they became focused on the rocks and buried fossils and failed to examine history for evidence of what had happened to these creatures. It doesn't talk about much, but it does talk about like the finding of the fossils, kind of how it started and stuff, and kind of leads the book to what it shows. So it's very kind of simple. Okay, so for the first dinosaur, we have a Margosaurus. Now I'm speaking into the VP89S, which is the short shotgun mic. Now I'm speaking into the VP89M, the medium length shotgun. This is the sound of the VP89L, which is the long shotgun mic. With the longest interference tube, it picks up the least amount of room ambient. Most important vector is position vector that tells you where the object is. It's got components, which are X and Y, that could vary with time. I and J are unit vectors in the X and Y direction. Depending on the production, the microphone can be connected to the audio input on the camera or to an external audio recorder. A shotgun microphone is a unidirectional microphone with a slotted tube, called an interference tube, mounted to the front. The slots cause sounds coming from the sides to be greatly reduced in level. 
Uh, Colonel, aren't you just a little concerned about making a trip of 49 million miles alone? And when you do get to Mars, do you still expect to be alone, or do you expect to find other life? I'm completely trained and ready for this mission. I'm not concerned. Now, fear is either physiological or the result of ignorance and superstition. I'm in good physical condition, and I haven't had the time to get superstitious. On the basis of all available data, it would be impossible to determine conclusively whether or not there is life on Mars. That's one of the things I expect to find out. So I did. <laughs> and so if you guys disagree, then go talk to Poet Plays. He's the one that said it was okay to do. So uh, anyway, well, while I'm looking in this position, we might as well go ahead and eat. Found that all over the past century plus, vertebrate species have gone extinct at a rate almost 114 times faster than average. That's right, not one, not two, not 50, but 114 times faster than average. There are trees everywhere, and I, I know I can clear them out, but I kind of just want to go find a new spot. Another reason is, is because one of the recommendations with the new... Um, study also found that as many as 477 different vertebrate species have disappeared just since 1900. A mind-boggling statistic because it usually takes between 800 to 10,000 years for that many species to disappear. In terms of the bigger picture, we really haven't seen this kind of planet-wide holocaust since an asteroid wiped out T-Rex and friends. How much longer before we reach the space center, Sergeant? I would like to see it if it is. So I'm going to head over this way. Don't tell me that's some... <laughs> I hope that's not a uh, sand, not sand biome, but um, desert biome over there. That isn't a coincidence. According to the scientists behind the vertebrate study, their data reveals an exceptionally rapid loss of biodiversity over the last few centuries, indicating that a sixth mass extinction. In May of 2016, the team sent the German research plane Polar 6 to fly over Hiawatha Glacier with a powerful new ice-penetrating radar. Omega T is increasing in this fashion. And omega is called the angular velocity. And I related it to the time period, which is the time it takes to go around a full circle, by saying, once you've done a full circle, omega t better be 2 pi. So this new quantity Not omega may be new to you, related to the time period. How long does it take to go one round in this time period? You're also free to write it. So that raises the question. If a sixth mass extinction is underway, what's causing it? The answer, it turns out, is fairly easy. Arrogance, greed, and the belief that we as a species can continue to exploit natural resources without any regard for the effect that such behavior has on the world around us. One of the most important points the Pope makes in his new encyclical on the environment is that the source of our current ecological crisis is actually an ideology. With some cameras, the noise of the zoom lens or image stabilization system may create noise that an on-camera microphone will pick up in quiet recording environments. In terms of the frequency, time period and frequency are reciprocals. If it takes you 1 60th of a second to go around once, then you do it 60 times a second. So omega is really very simple quantity. It's related to the frequency at which you go around a circle, but it's multiplied by 2 pi. Why is that? Frequency is how many times you go around. 2 pi is the rate at which the angle is being changed. But if every revolution is worth 2 pi radians, then 2 pi f is the number of radians per second. So f is revolutions per second, and 2 pi f is radians per second. It's called the angular velocity. 
The most important is that last thing. You took this R, and you took two derivatives of this. All mounting hardware should be designed to isolate the microphone from vibration transmitted through the stand, grip, or camera. Shotgun microphones are more susceptible to wind noise than conventional microphones. A foam windscreen is sometimes used indoors to prevent noise if the mic is moved rapidly. It is a relative of the Stegosaurus. It's exactly like it, but the shoulder blades just make it look a bigger. As you can see, compared to a human, not very big, but yes, spiky. Very of their transmissions, which may be from either another civilization or from a space vehicle itself. These signals could come from several sources. There's been no official agreement as to their origin, nor has there been anything to prove that they were sent by other intelligent beings. Colonel, how did you get picked for this project? Aren't there more experienced astronauts available? My career in the military prior to this mission was in test flight operations. Now, as I understand it, all the data on available test pilots was fed into a computer and the results seem to indicate that I am the most likely candidate. Of course, I'm proud and happy to have been chosen, but I make it a rule never to question the decisions of my superiors. Colonel, uh, I've been covering the space program for quite a long time, yet uh, prior to the day, I never even heard of you. How do you explain that? Which is a herbivore, which means he eats plants if you didn't know. And he, the special thing about this dinosaur is it has a wide mouth with tiny rows of teeth. Very tiny and a wide, wide mouth. Compared to a human, this, this dinosaur is very big. And it is very peaceful and has very small teeth. I call them pixelated teeth. Well, I look, this block actually doesn't have. Oh no, oh, this, never mind. It's gray wool. I thought it was. I thought it was a, a block that didn't have any color. What are these squid doing in this little tiny pool? Man, they make it harder themselves. Okay. Radar waves can travel through the ice, measuring its thickness and internal structure. Studying data from this airborne survey, the scientists confirmed the telltale bowl shape and central peaks beneath Hiawatha Glacier. They also found that the oldest ice in this crater was actually fairly young by Greenland standards and had experienced a great disturbance in its flow toward the end of the last ice age. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go back to where we started and say forget about this whole thing what I was just saying. It was a bunch of, it was a, it was a poopy idea. <laughs> and I'm gonna just make my base where I was. So uh, I think, I know, same desert biome that goes up against the jungle biome, um, which we got our cactus from. Which I might want to just go ahead and get some more cactus from here, just in case. You're so small. Fifth on the list, we have Massacosaurus. When the special thing about this is that in the back where humans have molars, his teeth are knife-like, knife and when in the front of the teeth where we have like buck teeth and stuff like that, it has very cone-like teeth. So it's very unique and it... Outdoors, a larger windshield called a zeppelin or blimp is usually necessary. These consist of layers of materials that diffuse air currents without significantly altering sound quality. A synthetic fur cover allows the mic to be used even in extreme conditions. It is a carnivore 
the way it eats, scientists didn't know because of how weird its bite was, and it opened, it must have opened its mouth very wide, and compared to a human over here, it's um, up to about a male uh, adult. The highly technical ancient civilization of the Nazca Indians flourished on the southern coast of Peru from around 1 AD to 750 AD. This culture produced an array of beautiful crafts and technologies such as ceramics, textiles, and geoglyphs. It is still not understood exactly how the Nazca produced their incredible geoglyphs called the Nazca Lines. They also produced thousands of carvings on burial stones. The team then visited the area on foot, and in sediments deposited by a river draining out of the glacier, they found grains of the mineral quartz that showed signs of being physically shocked in a massive impact. Models suggest the asteroid was more than a kilometer wide. The Hiawatha Crater is one of the 25 largest known impact craters on Earth, and the first found under any of our planet's ice These stone carvings, which are known as the Ica stones, are an enigma. There have been over 16,000 of these remarkable stones found over the past 50 years. They contain images of daily life, battle scenes, agriculture practices, medical procedures, advanced technologies, and most amazingly, dinosaurs. Many skeptics have tried to debunk the Ica stones by saying that they are a modern-day creation but the evidence indicates differently. In 1535, Spanish conquistadors came through Peru in the area where the Nazca Indians had lived. They reported finding stones with strange animals carved on them. There it is again. Lost him. Sorry. I don't know why we're doing all this. Well, it could be him. He could be out there somewhere, wandering around, hurt. You mean defective and operative. I know he's not human, but he's capable of experiencing pain. He could be suffering. Crucially, the Hiawatha impact crater still looks like an impact crater, even though it's covered by ice and seems to be rapidly eroding. The data as a whole suggests that the crater is quite young, geologically speaking. But we don't yet know exactly when an asteroid sped toward Earth through the atmosphere, and into the planet's crust in northwest Greenland. What we've been picking up could be normal electronic interference from any number of possible sources. Our last contact was at liftoff plus 202. At that point had already been traveling 1,500 miles. None of the downrange picket ships or island stations have reported any contact. Uh, the odds are million to one you'll never see your boy again about five minutes and it's very small and but it's not a relative of the velociraptor whatsoever okay for six on the list we have dinocheris which is um a big dinosaur compared to a human and it had the weirdest arm it was likely less than three million years ago but it might have been as recently as during the last ice age, 12 to 115,000 years ago. The impact could have also occurred when ice already covered Greenland, and it would have instantly vaporized billions of tons of ice and rerouted the flow of ice and water into the ocean. 
Whenever the impact happened, life on Earth at the time would have been profoundly affected. It's not a lot of the dinosaur's bones have been found, but its arms have. The arms were pretty long to where this dinosaur would have to at least be the size of a T-Rex, full-grown T-Rex. And so pulling over to the side where you can see how it's all gets and sleeps. I had a good report in the morning. The energy level, all the data communication, all the electronic memory were destroyed. Well, then he'd be a blank, an astro robot without a control system. Oh, he could feel and experience things, but he wouldn't know anything. His instinct would be to try to connect with his master control. Of course, we don't know how much damage has been done to the physical machinery, but we wouldn't know where to go. We might wander for days, mobile but aimless. What would he do? I don't know. It would depend on what had happened to him. If he'd had any bad experiences, he might react violently. Out of his built-in they reported finding stones with strange animals carved on them. The designs and patterns on the stones also indicate that they were authentic from the Nazca culture, and of the 16,000, only about 500 had carvings of dinosaurs on them. Before Reagan came to town, we were actually having a pretty good conversation about how to moderate our culture's tendency toward greed and exploitation. Consequently, many of the carvings have nothing to do with the dinosaurs whatever. They were simply observations from everyday life of the Nazca culture. In Acambero, Mexico, since the 1960s, over 56,000 ancient clay figurines have been discovered. Many of these clay artifacts are sculptures of dinosaurs. The approximate age of these clay figures is around 4,500 years old. Carson, author of Silent Spring, we were actually taking the time to think about how the hunger for profit was hurting our planet and our health. Many people have studied these figures and the opinion of their authenticity is divided. Most who have no preconceived biases believe that they are genuine, but others who believe that the dinosaurs died off millions of years ago state that they remain skeptical in spite of the radiocarbon dating and investigative evidence that points to their authenticity. To take advantage of the shotgun mic's narrow pickup angle, the mic should be positioned so that it is aimed at the desired sound source, but away from undesired sound sources, including sources that are behind the subject. What you want to do is position the microphone. We now worry about how to make markets more efficient and the environment be damned. Unregulated capitalism, also known as Reaganomics, is our new religion. We're just as fundamentalist about it. So that your desired sound source is on axis to the microphone and your undesired sound source is off axis to the microphone. In this case, we want to pick up the sound of my voice and we'd like to minimize the sound of the machine that's there behind me. As you remember, we found the car in the street, parked apparently unmolested. Picnickers were over here. But the most interesting thing we found was over here. Dr. Steele, I'd like you to explain this to me. It's like the sort of specimens we picked up around Los Alamos. May I use your radio to call headquarters? I want to advise defense to take this matter under our sole supervision. 
It is radioactive. But, Adam, what is it? Well, it was sand. Now it's glass, fused together by some enormous concentrated heat. But what I can't understand is what that has to do with Frank. It couldn't have anything to do with Frank, Adam. Except that the three and four would all be replaced by sine pi and cosine pi, but they're just some numbers. And you eliminate them the same way you eliminate them. But I've given you a homework problem where you can, uh, you can try your skills. You go today, look at the homework, you'll find that besides problem from the textbook, one extra problem that deals with problems. One option is to put the microphone below me, below the talker, facing upwards, so that the machine noise is perpendicular to the microphone. However, in some situations, you might pick up a lot of reflected sound off the ceiling that way. Another option would be to put the microphone directly in front of me, pointing at me. Now, in this case, it's still pointed at me, but we might be getting too much sound of the machine, depending on the location and the nature of the sound coming off of then it. Then I give you one other very important example of a particle moving in the XY plane. X and Y can do whatever you like, but I picked a very special example where it looked like this. R times cosine omega t times I plus R times sine. You have to better manage natural resources, abandon fossil fuels, and decentralize our energy systems. But we also need a revolution in terms of the way that we think. Another option with shotgun mics is to position the mic above the subject, pointing down at their face. That way you can still pick up the sound of the talker and pick up a little bit less of the noise source behind them, such as this machine in this case. So with shotgun microphones, what you want to do is make sure you pay attention to not only the desired sound source, but the nature and position of your undesired sound source. And that's how you'll get the best results in a variety of environments. General Bowers. General, we just received a Twix from Washington. What's that? Alert all local forces, Puerto Rico, for Operation Area San Juan. They're asking us for full military support because... Oh, no, 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 no. I don't buy that, Colonel. Sounds like a, an ordinary brush fire action to me. There are reports of gunfire and unusual civilians. Probably Castro on that bunch. Eight missing persons. All women, it says here. At least three casualties, General. Also... Or maybe, yeah, maybe that's an interesting thing, but that's correct. You can do that too, but uh, let me now put you out of your suspense. I think I've heard bits and pieces of the answer everywhere, so I don't want to wait till we Listen get Listen to the difference that the windscreen can make on a windy day. On my right, I've got the standard foam windscreen. In the center, I've got the Rycote Softy windshield. And on my left, I've got the complete Rycote Zeppelin windscreen system with the fur cover on it. The one kilogram is a matter of convention. We want to know what is the mass of the elephant. So we can do the seesaw experiment, you suggested, but the seesaw experiment requires gravity. We don't want to do that. So a spring will on the other Radioactive hand. materials found. And this is code 24, General. Code 24. All right, I'll have all forces in action immediately. This is General Bowers speaking. Get me Sinkland Fleet. 
we can make a cactus farm back home. So, oh yep, there's a jungle biome. So that means that my base is over here somewhere. Um, like right through here. Actually, that's I think the mountain I spawned on maybe. Um, I do know this that I when I went back and looked at it. Uh, okay, no, actually my base is like right down here. So or my little setup where we started here. So we didn't go very far. Didn't see. Let's see. As a keg. The most famous of the champ encounters was in 1977 by a woman named Sandy Mancy and her family. She took this photo and watched the creature for more than 10 minutes. In an interview, she stated, I know that what I saw was a dinosaur. Exert a force. We don't know what the force of a spring is. If you assume that, you're not playing by the rule because we don't know what force it exerts. But we do know it exerts a force. So here's what you do. You hook one end of the spring to a wall and you pull it from rest by some amount, and you attach the one kilogram mass to it. A man named Dr. James Miller from Norfolk, New York, was a sergeant in the U.S. Air Force stationed at Plattsburgh Air Force Base in the summer of 1983. He and three friends were in a canoe on Lake Champlain when they saw Champ. They said, it looked like a huge serpent moving up and down, not side to side like a fish. It was more than 30 feet long, they watched the creature for over 15 minutes. Lake Okanagan, an 80-mile-long lake in the south-central interior of British Columbia, is home to a creature that has been named Ogopogo by the local people. Archival records of Ogopogo's existence go back like a lot farther than we did. Let's see, let's see. So we should see. I should have spawned right over here somewhere. Yep, yep, yep. Looks familiar. Looks familiar. And come on, man. Where are you? I think it's over here. An impact of this size is unlikely to happen again soon. But evidence that it might have happened not so long ago in Earth's history is essential to assessing the risk today. This is the first study of the Hiawatha impact crater, but it still holds many secrets waiting to be discovered. This, all this chopping down of trees is making me hungry, so I'm gonna eat some steak, so nom 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 yum 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 what? how did I forget this? I guess I saw the um the fossils and I wanted to get those I don't like not finishing trees because I don't like just random things floating I'd rather them all decay and die and go away so uh yes let's start off by I might end up moving it later look at all this stuff any, any more apples over here? I don't see any apples all right, let's go ahead and... The uh, of infinite or unlimited growth, the Pope wrote, which proves so attractive to economists, financiers, and experts in technology, is based on the lie that there is an infinite supply of the Earth's goods. And this leads to a planet being squeezed dry at every limit. As the Pope goes on to explain, we have now turned unregulated capitalism into a new god. And as a result, we now see the Earth as something to dominate as opposed to something we should hold in trust. This is really the story of Western civilization as a whole. But things have gotten a lot worse since the Reagan Revolution and the greed is good era of the 1980s. Quick, and we will make some more. I know we already have some, but we'll make some more. Um, let's see, where are we at, where are we at? I'm gonna put this stuff here. Uh, actually, you know what, we'll keep the relic in there because we're trying to save up on the relics, but let's go ahead and place the fossil in here and we'll see if we get ourselves another dinosaur that would be awesome I kind of want to get a dinosaur that's the same as one of these two guys because I want to make a um, uh, Dinopedia that's what it's called 
And it's done. Let's see what we got. Come on! No whammies, no whammies! Frank! It's me.